This week on Take Off Your Pants and Podcast, we continue our 20-year anniversary retrospective of Blink-182's Enema of the State by attempting the impossible task of ranking each song from the album. We also pull out the old mailbag and read some listener Enema memories. Hope you spend this weekend spending Enema of the State, but before you do that, don't forget to take your pants off! Well, you, you wanted to kind of talk about uh, ranking, like song ranking. Well, yeah. I mean, should we like go through like the songs or what do you think is like a good way to kind of uh, go about this? I mean, we can just rank them or something Why like that. Why don't we that. go through our rankings and maybe within there we'll kind of okay. like t- talk a little bit about some of the music. And the reason why I wanted to do this is because it's always fun hearing like lists and stuff like that and doing rankings and all kinds of things. It's yeah. just kind of fun. And it's impossible with this album almost to like choose. This was really hard. Um, and it was ch- like I said, uh, when I walked in that I was like changing it as I was walking up your like two steps to get into your house. And, uh, and, um, and I'm sure it, it changes all the time, but I was like, yeah, I kind of went with my gut. I was just like, Me if too. I was to kind of rank these, which ones are, um, you know, still with me like the most today. Yeah. And I also took in a factor, you know, a little bit of nostalgia of songs I liked more as a kid, but also thought about like maybe the ones that I liked a lot, why are they toward the bottom now kind of thing. So what's at the bottom? What's your dog shit song from it? <laughs> and it's not dog shit at all. Yeah, and, there, there's no songs in here you, I just like. And you mentioned this uh, earlier in the show. I have as my last, if I was to rank the songs of Animus Day, which is an impossible task. <laughs> the last song I have on mine is actually Aliens Exist. Really? And uh, it's so funny because... That was going to be bottom for me. And in, I swear to God, it was going to be my last song. And the more I thought about it, it ended up, we'll, we'll get to it. It's, it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's not necessarily that I don't, that I don't like it. I think it really ties into the fact of your, um, what you said earlier, uh, that it was like one of the first songs that you kind of got yeah. shown. I think it's one of the most accessible songs for like a young, like kind of like goofy kid to listen to. Yeah. It is. I think it's the epitome of what Tom has said of the nursery rhymes on steroids song. Up like, all night long. Yeah. And there's something <laughs> very wrong. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's, um, it's one I still listen to a lot and I love the last, like, you know, end of the song, like the bridge and all that's that what stuff. kind of made me push it up a bit is I was thinking like, that's kind of, again, keeping in mind how quick this was, how how soon it was to this to take off your pants to boxcar to untitled that this reminded me of like that that bridge and outro kind of sounded like the first bit of like boxcar racer mm-hmm. and i was thinking that's led into the untitled stuff yeah. so but that that just kind of like where he's holding out the 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 cord for like a long time yeah, and yeah, just yeah. like it's really loud and intense um obviously the the subject matter is not like angry but but it has that sound to it too there, which I thought was yeah. kind of neat. And I and and yeah, it's impossible. Like, there's no way I'm saying this is like a, like. There was a point where I was making a Spotify playlist of like my favorite Blink songs, or I think yeah. it was like the best Blink songs, and I was like, I need to limit it to like five songs per album because this album has just too many, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's perfect all the way through almost. But like, I just I was having trouble. Like, what would I put last? And that was maybe the one that I'm like. Maybe I just don't think um, 
something about the maybe it's just like Tom's vocals. Like there's nothing really. It's it's just more about just you know aliens and I don't yeah. think there's like a deeper meaning behind it or anything like that. There's not a lot to grasp onto with that kind yeah. of thing. But uh, it, I, it lyrically it 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 is the most uh, like out of left field on the album I think because yeah. it's the only one that doesn't inv- like have anything to do with like being a teen. Yeah, and I think um, which is cool, and uh, I just think it's yeah maybe. Um, I don't know. That's the one that just I fell with. I, I yeah. fell with was that one. But my I, yeah. my my bottom was Mutt. Oh, really? Um, That's your bottom. Yeah, I I mean I I love it. It's a great song. Um, but I think it's 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 um you know it was written before the the it was the first song they wrote, and I think that it's the most uh similar to to Dude Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's kind of. I love the bass in it. I, and I, you know, there's a lot of stuff I like, but I'm, I'm not nuts about the lyrics. Uh, it seems like a little more just like angry than blink normally is like mm. normally I, I like blink songs where like, they're the like idiots. Like I like in dysentery Gary, it's angry, but it's like very clear, like how lame the singer is, you know, like mm-hmm. where's my dog? Cause girls are like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy's a loser, but mud is a little more just like, these guys are having sex and I hate them. Like <laughs> a, a little, a little bit of that. Um, and I think it's less, uh, musically, like a lot of these songs, Blink is kind of getting more dynamic than they ever were altered yeah. for the first time, really using like clean sounding guitars and some of their stuff, like what's mage again. And Mutt is more just like one note. Yeah. O- older era Blink for me for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that's why it's, it's kind of on the, it's the one that for me that stands out the most on Enema is, is kind of like a, a little bit of older stuff. Yeah, I think I have it up higher, I think, because of that, you know, in, a, in yeah. a way. And I think, I, yeah, I think the bass and the little guitar, I just love so much that, like, uh, that I just, I have it up higher, I think. That yeah. One just stick, that's one I go to sometimes when I'm just, like, driving and, like, want to pick a song off and stuff. I'll it's, I mean, it's awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad song on this album. Uh, so what's, what's number 11 for you? Um, I actually have, and this is a, I would, like, you know, teenager me would never do this, but I have dysentery Gary as my, that was mine too. Yeah. This would have been like ton yeah. or yeah. And, uh, it's one of my favorite things. One of the, you know, things I learned on the guitar was that riff and everything. And yeah. I think, yeah, it's just, maybe it's one of the, like if. You know, it's hard. We were on a fucking Blink-182 podcast of like growing up or something, but it's just maybe one just kind of grew out of a little bit, that song. Yeah. I would say. I do like how just ridiculous the lyrics are. Like mm-hmm. it's um, like it's like word vomit, like yeah. <laughs> uh, of just what was it the chorus, but like grow hair while listening to Slayer. Yeah. Like it's, it's like just really silly. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the my favorite part of the song now is the um, kind of breakdown bridge. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Where Mark comes in, like, oh, that's a, away yeah. the problems in the Like, bay. I think I, at one point, had that as my last one, Dysentery Gary, and then I remembered that, the bridge, and I was like, yeah. nope, that's a good no, one up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. And yeah, both these songs are, like, perfect. Like, if you had a kid in the car, like, these are, like, perfect songs to play for him. Dysentery Gary. <laughs> I don't they, they both, I think they would have, like, they like, even if they can't really understand what the lyrics are yeah. and stuff, like, lyric-wise, like, they're exactly those, you know... Nursery just imagining rhymes. like Uncle Ryan put like, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I could I don't know get the Walmart version of the album yeah. for the kids or something yeah but uh, the kids bop version <laughs> well like you know the edited version or something like I had that one what would that what would the edited version of that be just like uh, what did they do with um 
I know where I had the edited one of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. The, the, the edited one on Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, I know when they had uh, Happy Holidays, you bastards. It's just the music, just, yeah. No vocals yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I love this and Terry Gary. Um, I, for some reason, a couple of these tom ones in over the years have dropped down not like that i'm like there's still like um we talked and we did our dude ranch that the marks i i think the mark and tom songs are really different on that one and where the marks are like songs like damn it and josie that are these kind of like tight compact songs and tom is doing some more like uh untraditional stuff where like enthused or whatever where it'll just be like riffs and Mm -hmm. then like a quick little thing and there is some of that still in enema of the state where there, there are some Tom songs, like I think Aliens Exist and Dysentery Gary, um, that are kind of all over the place yeah. and jumping around, which are kind of cool. Like it's, no, it's I neat think to so have too. that dynamic. I, I, lo- I, I agree. It's just for some reason those as like songs by themselves have like dropped over the years when they would have been my, um, at the top for yeah. me at one point. Yeah. Um, I think just as I've gotten older, like Mark type, these early markers, Mark song, Marker song, <laughs> Mark songs have just kind of risen up as just like great songs in, yeah. together and yeah so it's kind of like a weird thing and me and it's not, a classic uh like paul mccartney john lennon dynamic, it is you know because you know john was my guy you know growing up and then all of a sudden I'm like hmm, i think it's paul that's the guy that's that's doing the the stuff is it is, is paul your guy I, I think it's it's been a thing in the last like five ten years probably when i was a kid i was all about like you know john lennon songs and yeah. stuff and uh, it's the same dynamic where i'm just like i love Maybe just me, like I want the more um, optimistic approach kind of yeah. songs, I suppose. And uh, it's exactly the same case with uh, Blink. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, well, uh, should, we, should we get up to uh, number 10? That's crazy. We had the same freaking... Yeah, same know. number 11. Number 10 for... Uh, why don't you, you go? You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have one that would have been probably number one when I was a kid. Oh, wow. Wait, can I guess? Yeah. The party song? Uh, no. All right. What, what is it? <laughs> I have Anthem actually. Oh, Anthem. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is this is one that I when I first had the album, I was like, yeah, whatever. It's not when I'm nuts on. And then a little while later, a couple years later, almost, I was like, whoa, this is actually really good. And now it's it's receded a little bit back for me too. It's it's one that I think when I finally had like the full album because it was not it was not one that they did on the Mark Tom and Travis show. Yeah. So it was because a lot of these songs are on that album, but that yeah. one wasn't. So it was one I heard a little bit later yeah. when I finally had the album, the Enemy of the State proper to listen to. And I remember like being like, this is the fucking jam. And I like loved playing it on the guitar. Um, I was in the MySpace days, so all about iTimebomb was like my name on MySpace for like a year. <laughs> iTimebomb. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? iTimebomb? Um... I'm a time bomb. Is that? I think it? it's like the idea is like I'm a time bomb. I think that's yeah. why I always took it as of, of like I'm. Do you think it's a Jerry Finn subtle reference to the song "Time Bomb" from "And Out Come the oh, Wolves," the, the other album you produced? I was thinking, like I don't know. I I kind of attribute it to. Uh, isn't it? Um, what's the song on Dude Ranch? Isn't it? Uh, where he's talking about not make bombs. Um, oh, degenerate. Degenerate. I don't know. It's I. I always thought it, it was is kind of like one of those songs. A, a little bit like that. I mean, we were just talking about Tom doing some less traditionally structured songs. This is probably the weirdest one. It it's it's one too. Um, maybe if uh, I'll find it, I can put it in here. Mark one of his like most ripping bass lines. That's mm. like buried. I mean, not buried in the mix, but it's not uh, like a solo or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's not one that's talked about as much as like Carousel or something, but. Um, 
there i mean there's parts of this you, you are you familiar with like his his bass yeah what is this? it like remind me like uh the... i don't know if i could sing it but <laughs> during the um when the song is like kind of going fast he's like doing mm. more than he normally Usual, does yeah yeah no i i love it like it's a great like a great song and it's one that you know you don't hear too often and stuff and that just uh it's it's like a, it's funny because it's such a great little song that when it leads into anthem part two like what in take off the pants and jacket like yeah. I don't know there's something yeah. cool about that yeah totally. that I love so much uh, I don't know like it's just maybe one it's another one that I love so much that maybe as a being a you know in my 30s now I've sort of grown out of a slight tiny yeah. bit as far as one I'm like this is such a great like it's not one I would go to to show someone blink for the first time or something like that right. But uh, I do love it, uh, and it's different than a lot of their songs they've ever done. I think. Yeah, so they made a smart tr- change from the demo of of this song to the actual recorded. Um, the lyric there was like uh, "instant slavery" was the like "instant slavery," mm. and I like that they changed that to "instant slavo ray." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it just doesn't sound as harsh, and it's yeah. I always that was a line that always stood out to me as like funny, like uh, like. Slavo Ray, like I don't know, it's just it made the whole song sound very cartoonish. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, it, uh, I don't know. It um, it's good. Like and then, yeah, like I said in that, that in that '98 demo, there's uh, like the mutt kind of riff is yeah. point, isn't it? Yeah, which is interesting. So yeah, check that out if you haven't heard it. Uh, well, for me, number ten, I had Wendy Clear. Oh, wow. um, there was that's no. my next one. So yeah, it's well, it's it's kind of like we yeah, it's funny we were just talking about like Mark being traditional and Tom being weirder because. I think Anthem is the most like weird and, and Wendy Clear is like the most just kind of like traditional compact song, yeah. I think, on the album. Um it's his uh let um the freaking uh what the hell's I I am like spacing on all the song names these days, but off of uh, uh self titled there's that little um Here's your letter. Here's your letter kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, kinda it's of, like the here's your letter. It has the same album. kind of placement. Yeah. Um the album or the song is like about uh, I guess at this time Mark had a boat called wendy and and wendy clear uh clears like the radio thing you'd say like everything's good mm. um and so the song is like definitely about just like taking some time to relax kind of yeah i think it's a great little song for sure yeah like it's a cute it's like a probably like one of the few like wholesome songs on the album <laughs> yeah like let's take your boat out on the bay forget your job for just one day like it's it's pretty. This is, yeah, this is cute almost like song. I'd say the similar to how Mark kind of writes now on some of these yeah. songs a little bit. Yeah, totally. It's kind of carried over this type of song. Uh, yeah, song def- definitely. Um, yeah, and there's some good use of like uh, background organ and stuff in this. Um, yeah, it's it's all like a, a pretty sounding song mm-hmm. that that sounds very much like this album. It, it's yeah nice um but yeah. but nothing that i don't know it doesn't yeah it's, rise to the heights yeah i'd say so but it's still like in the in the middle I, you know it's getting toward the, the center of it but a little bit of the bottom half so that's what i had next is mine wendy clear yeah so my next one was aliens exist oh, um wow. we've already talked about that but but yeah i bumped it higher because of that that kind of outro that's so cool. that's a good point i could i could see that bumping up on mine too just that ending i guess being reminded of that so nine we had i had aliens exist you had wendy clear what uh what about number eight this is one that I, I blew it early in the show, but uh, Party Song is on here. Is, wow. Yeah. I am shocked this is so low. Well, those other songs are just like, they're just growing so much. Yeah. You know? Like this is another one too where it's uh, like, do you have it higher or do you have it similar? I do have it higher. Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, 
It probably could go higher. I actually have like Mutt after that, just to spo- spoil a little bit. Uh-huh. Maybe Party Song would go above Mutt if I think about it clearly. Yeah. But uh, no, I love Party Song. It's like I said, it's one of the ones that I was like, "What the fuck is this?" The, it, the, there's no Blink song that sounded like this song since. Yeah, um, it's it's like kind of like the the lyrics like really paint a picture, and it's it's like a classic thing of like going to a party, but I don't want to be there. Yeah, Mark said he wrote this like specifically about. Uh, a party he went to with like frat boys in uh, San Diego State University. Mm, I can see that. And like when he got there, he was like, I don't even like want to be here. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Know. Probably like the anticipation of going and then you would get there and you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah. You know? This is just like a shit show. Yeah. Uh, and it, it is like a really dynamic song. It almost reminds me of like Apple Shampoo. Like, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. kind of That's like evolving that. Um, there's a lot of cool like turns like if if you listen to the lyrics and like with the music there's some cool like just turns of phrases Mm -hmm. i love how it's like when he's describing the party it's really chaotic and stuff and then like time stops and the music stops when he like sees the like and then i saw her standing there's like three different parts of the song it's so weird it's like that the verse saw her standing there and then like it's real it's so crazy like how the hell do you how do you write make this song? Yeah, it, it's almost like a like a punk rock version of like uh, the boxer by Simon and Garfunkel, where they're like, <laughs> la, 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 yeah, it's uh maybe it should go higher on my list, but that this I like I said this is kind of just off the cuff yeah, when I was no, writing yeah. them up. My number eight is What's My Age Again, which might oh, be wow. kind of low. That is, I think that that's a rough one. I think it's lower for. I mean, it's still awesome. It's great, but. It's definite. I, I think for me, this is getting up to like first date with like blink songs that I've just heard. Uh, I know. I, it is no first date. It's better I, than first date, but, yeah, but, but it's starting to have like that for me of just like, I've heard it so many times. True. But like Mark doesn't sing like this usually in like this kind of, just the kind of like, you know, took mm, around. yeah, he never, he, he's always yelling now or something or trying to be kind of higher. Like yeah. there's no, uh, it is paints a picture, just like you said, with party song. Yeah, like, really, it's yeah. hardcore. Uh, it rocks. Uh, the freaking like keys and stuff they got going on, yeah. whatever, is so good. Like it, it, it's up a lot higher than for What's me. That's about What's the time that she broke up with me. With no one should take themselves so seriously. With, with many years ahead to fall in line. Why would you wish that on me? I never want to act my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? Wow. And uh, it, it's, it's one that's even grown more. It, like all the small things in a yeah. way where I would have been like, fuck that song when I was a kid. Now yeah. I'm just all about it. This is one of those as well, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's it's iconic mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Yeah. First date, like, I don't know. I, I still. It's like, been, I'm not. I'm just saying it's like, uh, it doesn't <laughs> know, sound yeah. like that. Know, but it, yeah. but just the, one of those things where it's like, I've heard this so many times, like next song, like. True. Uh, but, you know, this isn't an objective ranking. This is my <laughs> ranking right now. Like if, if one of these songs like I had to listen to like at any moment, it, What's My Age Again is going to be kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Maybe that's my most controversial. There's a controversial maybe not. One. I mean, it's probably yeah. controversial to put the singles high. It's true. Uh, yeah, but I, I would have never done that when I was young. But now I'm kind of like. What, so what? What was your uh, what was your number eight? Um, we, I guess it was Mutt. Oh, Mutt. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Which so. um, like I we time talked about. So and, you you, you kind of like that? It's it's just a little more straight ahead punk. I like that. It's kind of simple. It's a little bit. Uh, it has high energy, but it's a little bit more down for uh played for like a tom song on this album yeah i would say just kind of like 
cruising. It's a really good cruising song. Yeah. And I guess you're right. It is sort of like a kind of a leftover from Dude Ranch. Like, yeah. Uh, and I, I like that about it. I don't yeah. know. And uh, it's like a, you know, it was on the fucking um, Erica Pie soundtrack. Yeah. And it's like a perfect song for that kind of thing. Like, it'd be great for someday put that in another movie sometime. Like, I don't know. There's just something about it. The Blink biopic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So number seven, uh, I, that's where I have Anthem. Um, kind of like middle of the okay. road. Okay. Um, you know, I think we said everything you need to say about it right now for me, when I listen to it, the coolest thing is like just the music of that and how, it, how it kind of sounds like there's good riffs. Yeah. It's so good drumming, good like crunchy, good like the guitar and stuff. Yeah. That's something I wanted to kind of bring up. Um, I guess we'll get to it eventually, but like, it's nuts how both like all these songs, it's how big and crazy they sound but how simple at the same time. Yeah. It, how, like it's a weird mix of like, it's mix. And like you can imagine it so fucking well. Yeah. You can imagine it being just guitar, bass and drums, but there's a lot more going on. Yeah. And the guitars but, aren't even uh, like distorted as much as you think they are. Mm-hmm. Like the distortion on these gets, maybe I can find like a guitar stem. If you listen to them, it's, it's crunchy, but I bet the distortion, like the distortion is like less than five yeah. out of 10. It's so strange because I'm I'm listening to it. I'm like, how the hell they make it sound so big? Like there's like a, you know, there's three, a three lot guitars of buried going on, but, synths. There's mm. a lot of synths, and this is something Jerry Finn did so well was putting stuff to fill out the sound, but putting it so low in the mix that you don't really know it's there. Yeah, it's just sort of making it bigger. Um, we'll talk about that more with my spoilers number one pick. <laughs> foreshadowing so um, i said uh yeah mutt and then you said um uh for number seven yeah i, I only have i don't have numbers on here so it's hard to see oh uh my number seven is is anthem okay, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's right so number six now we're in the middle okay. the middle of the album yep uh i put adam's song this is me this, too really yeah <laughs> this is this was my favorite uh when i first uh got the album yeah I, uh, I like growing up, I always had, uh, depression and this was like, I wasn't like diagnosed at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember like listening to this, I was like, <laughs> it was like the first time I ever heard anything like about that. Mm-hmm. And so I just like latched, I would just like listen to this and like repeat over wow. and over. My parents probably thought I was, I was like, I wasn't like, I was gonna, you know, off myself, but uh, it was just like, wow, this song like gets it. This is how everyone <laughs> feels. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, and so I still love it for that. Uh, and it's definitely one that this wouldn't have existed without Travis, like, mm-hmm. this song. And that is, this is like showcasing Travis's. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's clean for so much of it. And then for the first time, I think in Blink's career, you have pretty big presence of piano mm-hmm. in it. Um, I wouldn't call it piano driven like, uh, that I think it was the Rolling Stones yeah. review, but it's there and the bridge, it's like. It's just so perfect and pretty and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think now, like the bridge and Adam's song with just the guitar, bass, drums, and piano, it's like so pretty, mm-hmm. perfect, it's so good. Yeah, it's so weird too.
like imagine having that just that sec- section of the of the of that song, the bridge. Yeah, compared to like anything on Dude anything, Ranch or anything, yeah, or anything else on this album, really. Kind yeah, of. Oh yeah, just... yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's definitely one of those things. Like, if you listen to Dude Ranch and like in two years this band is going to make like this song, it, it would be like what this is. I, I remember specifically. Um, I remember like Scott Renor Rainer did one of those like an interview. I think it was the Absolute Punk famous interview yeah. like, that he did, and him um, talking about like thinking Adam's song was such a great song. Like you oh, know, nice. after the fact, you know, yeah. after years of being away from them. Yeah, um, that was the only one of the only things from that interview that really stuck out with me. But yeah. I remember hearing about that and thinking that was cool because he just like was amazed by it. And it's yeah, I think Travis's drums. This is it. This is like the start of you know, where they kind of kept going after, after this was, yeah. was this song that went talking about the bridge when they kind of at the end of it, when they're doing the build, mm-hmm. that's where like Travis drums is like, he's like the one who's like building that song. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a really cool, it's like everyone's following him, you know? Yeah. Thing. Yeah. When, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Good, good song. No, it's good. Yeah. I think it's like, I think that one will be, that one seems like it'll age well too. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. So, uh, well, number five, should we, should we, let's see, this is the party, the party song for me. Oh, it is. Okay. We already talked enough about it, but yeah, uh, I like it. It's top half for me. Um, party song. Yeah. I think it is. It's funny. Cause yeah, it's, it probably should be for me, but I, I, it's, I think just these other songs have risen up higher. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking party song, man. What a crazy weird thing. Yeah. It's, I can't listen to that too and not think of like your you like you writing music because it's so i feel like it's like the template for every song you've written is the party song i know it's like it needs to rhyme needs to have be literal i don't know i need to have like a hundred words hundred words in, in this second. one little yeah do you want to come to a party you want to be up in a truck at 11 30 because yeah yeah i don't know why that it, it really that song really set it off for me something with this type of type of music and stuff. yeah and it's i think it's that chorus just it's a funny and they're just so ba da 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 yeah. And I'm, I I remember jumping on my trampoline here. <laughs> That's good trampoline music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what did what did you have uh, above Adam's song? Above Adam's song, I have "Don't Leave Me." Ooh, this is a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's a real like classic mark simple uh reading about this mark said he wrote that song in 10 minutes it's so nuts i believe yeah <laughs> but it's also really impressive i mean that's like one of those songs i bet it like wrote itself yeah i think so i yeah. like the lyrics in that one i mean contrasting it with mutt this is definitely one of the more like i'm the loser songs mm-hmm. like it's a breakup song i mean it's called don't leave me it's you know yeah the, yeah <laughs> yeah i i don't know it, it was it's something that just has stuck around with me and just that riff and this and is definitely so... one when I first heard. I was like probably my least favorite. Mm. Now it's it's up there for me. I could see that. Like it was almost um, back in the day. Like online songs was one that I would skip. Yeah. And uh, now it's one I go back to more than probably any song I take. I might like online with. songs more than "Don't Leave Me." Yeah, I might. I think I do too. It's but really it's not. so weird that why were we like that? Like I think we were just such Tom nuts. Yeah. That we were just like. That like Mark just seemed kind of boring at one point. Tom's voice was so. I mean, that was like the, cap- the thing that stood out to me on this was yeah, Tom's and Alvin so, and the Chipmunk voice. Yeah, and so we were just like, yeah, why and did I we hadn't, skip it? I hadn't really had breakups. Yeah, you know, and now I have, and there it's not just a breakup song. Like that's like a breakup song with like a little bit of perspective to it. You know, Mark mm-hmm. is a little older. He's what twenty five. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, wizened. 
Um, okay. Well, so number five, I had the party song. You had don't leave me. Uh, what, what did you have above? Don't leave me. Um, I have, uh, all the small things. Ooh. Okay. All the small things. Wow. <laughs> Isn't and that, that like the, the worst Blink-182 song? <laughs> It is uh, radio trash. Yeah, it's just pure garbage. Um, this would have been like I, I, we mentioned a million times. Would have been probably at the bottom of the list when I was a kid. Yeah, and it has just risen through the rankings. Is just it's like I don't know. What's like another big like pop song that you just can't help but love? I don't know. Like um, the middle by Jimmy. Or- yeah, like it's like the middle or something. Or it's like uh, it's it's blinks. I want to hold your hand. It's yeah. like. I don't know, like it just, um, and know what it was that really, I think got it for me was, and you were there is, um, me and our buddy, Eric, you know, friend of the show had, we played the little, uh, backyard show for his sister's wedding yeah, and we played all the small things. And I think what other, what other songs did you play? We played, uh, um, we played buddy Holly. We played a car song. We played, uh, Molly Cyrus. Um, Miley was a party in the USA. Yeah, party in the USA. What else did we play? Yeah, uh, we played a couple Beatles songs. I can't remember which one we did. Maybe, yeah. But we played a lot of small things. I think Eric threw it on there for me. Like yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I think listening to that song like a lot, getting prepared for that, yeah, made me. And now this was this would have been what like 2010, 11, maybe yeah. around there, twelve. It was something like that. Like it was like yeah, it was like 2011. I think it was like right before I went to law school. Or yeah, it was around that time, maybe even a little before that. I don't know. But uh, for some reason, listening to that, I think that's when the song clicked for me. Yeah, it was some reason like getting ready to play that, and like I knew the song. Like, I specifically, uh, I remember I took guitar lessons for like maybe like a few months. Like there's like a summer where I took guitar lessons as a kid. But then, like, stopped playing for a while until high school, kind of thing. Yeah. And when the teacher asked what I wanted to listen here, it was all the sm- like what I wanted to learn to play was all the small things. He's probably like, "What? Okay." Yeah. And John, John. Yeah. John, 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 John. I know. Like, so that was like one of the first songs I learned how to play on guitar. But that was because it was probably one of the first Blink songs. And then I get you get a little cynical when you get into high school, and I'm like, "Fuck that." Yeah. And then now, after high school, and since then, it just. You know, like you were just talking about with like Jerry putting in like these keys and lifting the song, making it sound huge. And um, the production on this song is insane. Yeah. And it, it's it's definitely one that like you could listen to it and not, not hear that, not yeah. hear any of it. But if you really break it down, uh, Tom is otherworldly in the song. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the lyrics, I think, like are great. Like, <laughs> I, it's I quote, simple, but like, yeah. I feel like I quote some part of the song like once a week. <laughs> Like work sucks. I know is like, uh, you know, that's up there is like any of the best blink lyrics ever. Yeah. Just it's work sucks. I know <laughs> like it's so simple and yeah, it, it's like, um, I don't know. It, it's for some reason it's, it's going to like we were talking about in the beginning of the show. It's just, it stood the test of time. And this is one that, uh, the chorus has like a, a specific synth that's doing like octave jumps mm-hmm. that's real buried wee, in the mix. Wee, 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 wee. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that in there that's that's Jerry Finn, I gotta imagine. And I'm it's, it's too bad he's gone. Yeah. 
it would be really interesting to see what he would do with Blink now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a weird thing. That song is, um, it, I don't know, it's just so great. And every part of it is like, every section is like, a, could be a chorus. Like, it's like a hook. There's so many hooks on and it. And it's not the thing that was a late addition to the album and stuff yeah. like that. Kind It almost shows you, like, I think, uh, kind of throwing, going with your gut of, of, of something and also not really overthinking it. Yeah. Um, can sometimes produce like the best, in, but but having a deadline, yeah, probably can produce sometimes the best kind of stuff, yeah. and that's probably why this and having an worked. incredibly talented drummer, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, what if this was like a simpler drum beat? It yeah. probably wouldn't really work. Yeah, the drums are like awesome in this, really drive it. Um, yeah, and it's it, what a crazy little intro. Like I was watching um, different bands cover it, like uh, on YouTube. Like I watched like Weezer cover it and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And uh, it's really funny because, um, you know, however, when you start this song, you have to have a count in. So it's usually like with a hi-hat, like one, two, three. Yeah. And like Rivers totally missed it. They missed <laughs> it. <laughs> Let's see what it sounds like Weezer style. It was really funny, but yeah. anyway, it, it, yeah. Where do you? Have, or you probably have it higher, I'm guessing. Well, yeah, I do. Uh, number four, though, for me is "Dumpweed." Okay. Uh, this is this is probably my favorite song. Like th- this was the song that I remember hearing. It's the first song, and you have like one of the coolest Blink riffs ever, and then Tom's voice. That's where it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> Especially that, yeah. It's probably the the best Blink intro. I mean, it's hard to first song on an album. Kind yeah, of thing. I mean, like feeling this is probably their best song. Yeah. I think this might be the best intro to like intro what Blink to is. an album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was it's a great first song. It really like gets everything into gear. It's it's gone a little bit lower for me just because like the lyrics. I like, that one review like said this album is misogynistic mm-hmm. and. I, if there is a song on it that is, it's either Mutt or this. Like, yeah. there, there's like the line. Uh, I know Tom's wife. Like, there's like a famous thing Thomas said. Like, my wife has like never cared like, about anything I say on stage except for dumpweed. Yeah. Like the line, like I need a girl that I can train. But yeah, well, I actually wrote down like, what do you think? There's you need a girl I can train. Turn your back and run now. You haven't got a chance now. Um, I don't really ever looked into that. I, I read uh, an uh, interview with Tom where he was talking about what the, that song was about. Is he saying that he doesn't have a chance now? He said it was basically like he like wishes he, girls were like dogs and that oh, you Jesus. could train them. Oh, wow. But he is aware that like he, it was something, there was something like he, he's aware that like he's not good enough. Like there was a part of like, I'm not good enough for anyone other than like a, a literal dog. Like, mm. Um, like I'm not good enough to be with like another person kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a little. I don't know. That that makes it hard for me to put it like number it, one. Pretty much like yeah, that sounds like it. it that song was probably really uh, fucked up. Like a lot of fucking people, I suppose. If people are like looking to that for like inspiration yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, but it also it it's like it sounds like a very angry breakup song too. It does, and and. I was kind of thinking about that, those lyrics as well, like kind of coming over here and, um, and I'm thinking, yeah. And like, maybe I was thinking at the end, you know, the little hook after the chorus, um, is he saying like, there's no, that doesn't exist. Like you, like, am I like almost like need a girl I can train that doesn't exist. Like you can't yeah. do that. Like you, yeah, maybe, um, like, or I can't, you know, 
yeah you shouldn't do that or something like, yeah you know. i don't i don't know i don't know if there was like any message other than just i I don't i don't know if he was trying to say anything other than like this is how i feel right now mm. kind of thing i like the outro um that's like i feel like that you know we're talking about travis being involved in the writing i feel like that outro has got to be him like let's kind of do like some like cool rhythmic stuff here yeah um and it's it's fun i like that song kind of gives like it runs the gamut of like what's going to be cool about this album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a really good introduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that not too too much farther up. So, yeah, number four was your that was all the small things for you, right? Yeah. Number three, this is it. This is top tier, top top <laughs> quarter. Uh, I had don't leave me here. Oh, okay. Uh, it's just like talking about the lyrics of Dumpweed being a little iffy. Don't leave me might be my favorite lyrics. In mm-hmm. the, Mm-hmm. on the album i just like it it's a good simple song it's like classic little rock song i don't know there's more to say about it than that but it's just it's perfect to what it is yeah it is and it's weird too just like the kind of riff like it's like start stop start yeah. stop it's pretty interesting yeah definitely you know mark mark wrote it, it sounds like a mark song it sounds like a mark song yeah <laughs> uh what was my we're at number three we're, I'm thinking now we there's a couple songs that are yeah have got to be similar for us up here yeah I uh I had this is where I have what's my edge again is number three um and that's another one that's risen to the top of the charts uh I think it's just it's so nice I think that his <laughs> risen uh, to the top of the charts risen the, yeah the Ryan and, charts the Ryan charts and he um like I said Mark doesn't really sing like this I feel like that much in yeah. the verses um and it just I don't know comes together yeah, just a fun ass song. I made a music video with uh, Goten and Trunks when I was a kid. Really? Like, oh yeah, with uh, like them fighting in the t- uh, tournament, Dragon Ball Z music video. Yeah, to the song and I don't know. Just link in the bio. The what? <laughs> link in the bio. <laughs> yeah, link in the bio for. <laughs> I uh, I don't think that's on YouTube. I could put them probably up, but yeah, it's something to think about. Maybe I'll maybe make a new one. Maybe yeah, maybe them like the our own YouTube channel and put that on it. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. That'd be the only video. The only video. <laughs> what's my age again? Go ten trucks. Uh, yeah. I mean, what's my age again? Is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I'm trying to think what you have left. I have one thing I know that you have left, but uh, yeah. So this is number two. Mm-hmm. Going away to college. That's your number two. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, the song is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's another one that that I think of as very much like this album. Yeah. It's it's got like some fast riffs because they're you know this is kind of the last gasp of their real straight ahead punk riffs. Mm-hmm. Um, a little that are a little more complex than than they kind of were afterwards, and it's got that like slow, uh, kind of pretty rhythmic stuff that mm-hmm. you know it just sounds like sounds to me like them jamming with Travis and kind of part some of these parts kind of came yeah, out. Yeah, there's a lot of like instrumental kind of little stretches and stuff. Yeah, yeah, which which sounds to me like a band kind of getting like used to each other and it does and yeah and it has the pretty parts and the lyrics are so they're perfect. You know, perfect, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one like, of the best Mark songs ever. Yeah, the. Like, uh, the, the chorus is like really good. It's like really simple. Like, um, it's kind of wears its heart on its sleeve and not in a cheesy way. Um, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's great. It's such a good song. Just like a perfect little love song. It's so great. I I wish it got more attention. I mean, I guess it's pretty well regarded, Mm -hmm. but I almost like, I wish this was, and they've been playing it live more regularly. There was a while where I feel like they just weren't ever Mm -mm. playing it. No. Um, but I guess it's kind of back now, which is cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's, there's not much I can all I can say is that it's like because that's my number one. So oh wow yeah, <laughs> showman over here. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's one that uh, wait. Probably, what was your What was your number two? My number two is actually Dumpweed, and it has a lot to do with just that intro guitar riff, and yeah. is just the. And you're right, it is a little bit misogynistic, but it just has uh, such a great start. Like I almost wanted to have a Mark and a Tom song number one and two. Yeah. And so it's like those are the two Dumpweed and going away to college. Yeah. Like a good rep those are good representation of the album without picking singles. I yeah. Feel like. Yeah. Um Well, I didn't. My number one is all the small things. <laughs> what a poser. I know. Hot take here. I think it is kind of a hot take. I felt it is. It like is a hot ass take. It's not human, that song. It's not. You can no. put it on. I, I've like every time I'm out, like if I, it's something that, you know, once in a while you're at a bar or something and it'll come on mm-hmm. or like karaoke, someone will do it and it brings the house down like every time. <laughs> like there's those, I see people like look around like, oh, small things. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just such a fun ass song. It's, wow. it's like you could play it for a kid, then they would like it. You could play it for like an adult. It's on the kids' bop. Yeah. It's on kids' bop. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's everything that I like about this album. It, it's got Tom's weird alien voice, yeah, uh, the, the ba- Jerry Finn production, the Mark, uh, backup, backing Mark vocals. backing vocals, <laughs> like some good harmonies that sound real nice. Um, everything just a cool little bridge with some keys and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a perfect song. You got to sell people on that. That's the perfect, that's the best song. You know, it is. I, uh, it's, it's one of those songs that like you can, listen to and passing, like I said, and, and not think too much of it. But when you start to dig down all the like pieces of what's going on, it's pretty crazy. And like, it's, it's just, it's like effortless. Um, it's something that I think if it like didn't exist and you heard it for the first time, uh, it, it'd be like mind blowing. I guess <laughs> it was, and it, it, it changed the course of their career forever. Like mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't be this, if they just had what's my age again, an Adam song, they'd, be a band, you know, but all the small things is why they were on TRL. Yeah. You know, uh, and, well, and yeah, I think a lot to do with the videos too, those two videos. Yeah. But, and, uh, yeah, it was just perfect combination. Weird. I bet this podcast wouldn't exist if all the small things never came out. <laughs> yeah. There'd be no name for it. There might not be a take off your pants and jacket to, to name it. Name yeah. Off of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd be, uh, Blink would just spin like this. Weird Probably be called like, like what's my podcast again? Or yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's, yeah, that, that's a hot take, but I, I tend to agree with you. Like, I think, um, there would have been a time, you know, where people would have been like, I would have been like, you're crazy, but I, I don't think you are. So yeah. that's a good shit. That's a good pick. Yeah. That's nuts. Well, that's it. I'm, uh, Number one, all the small things, best song ever. Uh, I think we can end the podcast there. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> we got more to do. This is my guitar. You open it up. Oh, and you must always let your guitar sleep on a bed of Jaguar skin velvet. And what I have is a Fender Stratocaster. I took out all the knobs and the pickups, so I have one huge gnarly pickup with one volume knob. Took out the electronics so it's louder. Got my little punk rock faces in it. My Brazil rocking See, Tom tuners. Tom is punk. Tom is punk. <laughs> See, he drew the little punker guys on there. So yeah, that's that's, that's the rankings. rankings. Uh, what, what was your number one again? You said um, my going away to college. Going away to college. 
Right. You know, I thinking about it, maybe I would. I already want to change like a bunch of things on here. But <laughs> I figure this is a good way to kind of. Well, maybe for the 40th anniversary, we'll do right. our, our rankings then. Because I already want to like move like two things. But yeah. anyway. Well, you the, can the, now. The other it's ranking, I, I, I sent this to you is just like a goof. But I said, uh, best out of all the the whole album, the best songs transitions. Oh, I'm yeah. All, I'm all about song transitions. And I actually added the third one. There's a lot of transitions in this one. Uh, mine, though, is definitely Adam Song to All the Small Things. Yeah. Adam Song to All the Small Things, or I have Aliens Exist to Going Away to College, That's or good. Going Away to College to Just, What's My Age Again is like another one. That's oh, yeah. Like a, yeah. a ring out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I love those fucking transitions. I wish, I hope there's more of that again. Because like, we haven't had really much of that since. Uh, there was like, you know, self-titled or the untitled had it. Yeah. Um, there, there wasn't really much of that in California or anything or in neighborhoods. I think, but. was there a transition before the song California? Did it like transition into that somehow? Yeah, I guess there was a little bit. Bringing yeah. Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of a ring out. But there was just, I, because this is one of those song uh, albums we were, I think mentioned in the last one, the last episode of uh, albums that feel really like from the same place, like really um, consistent and kind of have throughout the whole album, but also every song is different, you know, yeah. kind of thing. This is one of those. Yeah. And I think just having little bleeds into the other songs is so good. And it probably is the best song transition is probably Adam's song and all the small things. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Cause it's such a switch. Like it's the saddest song and the most upbeat song next to each other. Um, yeah. Going away to college. What's magic is a good one though. too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because that one rings out, and then the the key, the freaking you know clean guitar from what's yeah. Bridge starts coming in. Yeah, that is really good. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those two are the best. <laughs> tie tie for number one. Well, cool. All right, let me think here. Um, Should we get into uh, some of the mail we re- we received? Yeah, let me see here. So um, I actually threw out there just like, does anybody have any kind of um, you know, memories for the album, you know, kind of celebrating it here. You know, it's 20th of birthday kind of thing. I got a few responses. Uh, some of them were kind of long, but they're kind of, they're really all nice and sweet. So um, we told ours, might as well get a couple of listeners as well. Um, let's see here. Uh, the first email I got was from a dude named Mitch, Mitch B. Bergen, if you don't mind me saying your last name. But uh, he said, uh, hey guys, love the show. Been a fan of Blink for 10 years. He says, I record an acoustic cover of First Date with my old guitarist. So, yeah, I think this guy's actually pretty young, actually, when I was talking to him. Anyways, anyways, back in 2009, I heard all the small things and fell in love with their music. I decided, that's in 2009. Yeah, that's kind of, that's 10 years later. He says, I decided I wanted to buy. Did you notice what song he said that he fell in love with? Yeah, all the small things. (laughs) He says, I decided I wanted to buy the CD it was on. So I ordered what I thought was was Enema, but it was actually the self-titled album. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah that is similar to my it's yeah. like the other end yeah right uh, of, 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 and i imagine it's the same thing of like what the hell is this exactly and he said it was a month later when i when i bought enema and i wore the cd out to the point it was skipping he says enjoy the show hope you guys continue and i said oh wow thanks mitch it's a great story i gotta ask if you were disappointed with the self-titled <laughs> when you put it on not to find all the small things is what yeah. i said and he says a little but i did get to hear the greatness of the self-titled yeah so <laughs> That'd be funny if that that's weird thinking of that song on all the oh, yeah. all the small things I, on self-titled. I can imagine, yeah. What a weird um Yeah, two thousand nine, that's so so much later too. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I think he is a little younger. 
So that's kind of a interesting kind of perspective on it. I've hearing all the small things in 2009 and like, yeah, it was like, like what just is that? that 2009. It was when blink got back together. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why you heard it. Maybe there was, there was a little bit of buzz just cause blinks in the news again. Cause like they're, they're a band again. Yeah. 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 Well, check this out. This is, um, this is from, this is Brad from Eugene. He wrote a little kind of little nice. Eugene, Oregon, Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. He said, glad you uh, both are back. Here's a quick rundown of my Anima the State experience. All right. He said, I grew up in Southern California, mostly listening to soundtracks and not much else. Yeah, that's me, me too. Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> Around ninth grade, I really liked the Matrix soundtrack, which had Rob Zombie. Hell on. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a friend at school made me a copy of the Rob Zombie album on tape and accidentally burned Americana by the offspring onto the other side. Mm. This guy's yeah. all, this guy's like feeling my, my vibes. Soundtracks offspring rob uh, zombie the <laughs> matrix uh i ended up getting into the album uh, more than rob zombies uh, about a month later a guy on the bus had a cd player and said he was listening to enema the state by blink 182 and i might like it if i liked offspring i listened to it every day for a week that summer my cousin in tahoe had the album and i listened to it every day for two weeks straight except for the last three tracks which were scratched <laughs> everyone <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, uh, like, yeah, CDs, man. Yeah. What, what a racket. Very delicate. Were. Yeah. <laughs> um, I became a Blink-182 crazy. As, as soon as I got home, I picked up the album at Walmart, edited lame. That's what he said. Yeah. I had that for Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. So lame. Um, and listened to it nonstop the rest of the summer. I uh, It coincided with a breakup I had, which made me become obsessed with it. I spent every day listening to every track and reading through the lyrics in the book. It literally changed me. I started wearing Converse and Dickies. I, of course, started emulating them. Who didn't then? That CD was like a gateway drug. I needed more. I got into Sum 41, New yeah. Found Glory, Simple Plan. 20 years later, I'm obsessed with the greatest band ever. Enemy of the State is hands down the greatest album of all time. Every Preach. track, <laughs> Yeah, right? Every track is perfect. Stands out for me are Dumpy and Dysentery Gary. Obviously, a guy who had a, um, had a breakup would love those tracks. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Much love to the podcast, Brad from Eugene. And then he, he comments his FYI, Janie from the cover lives in Eugene. I met her at Safeway, small world. Wow. <laughs> and I, I want to hear if, uh, what was his name? Brad. Brad, if you're listening, I want to hear, uh, if you can write back, that was a great, uh, email, but if you could let us know, what was that interaction? Yeah, like? that'd Did be you great. Were like, are you the girl from Enema of the State? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so strange. We, we had to go down to Eugene and find her. We probably, we're so close. We probably can have her on the show. Oh my God. <laughs> that'd be a big get. <laughs> Blink one five five. We meant to mention they got oh, Mark yeah. Hoppus on their podcast. That's amazing. We were. I, I wanted but to bring it up get, in the top get... of the show, but you just started getting into it. I didn't want yeah. to interrupt, and I was just like, "Oh, we should probably." I told you, I, I heard it the night before, and I was like, "Should I even tell Michael?" Because I was just like, <laughs> "Why are we even getting back and doing this?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is kind of backtracking, but yeah, there was a great little interview. It was, it was actually like one of the best. Uh, Information-wise, like interview. Oh yeah. yeah, it was so honest with Mark and so great. So check that out if you haven't. And yeah, listen to it definitely. It made me more excited for the album. Yeah, for sure. And, I, and it was excited for me to hear that they liked um, uh, "Blame It on Your Youth." Those two guys. Nice. Because uh, I've heard, I haven't heard every episode. I know they have a big following and a lot of inside jokes and stuff. And so I feel like I like need to go back and listen to a lot more. Yeah. But it was cool to hear that those guys were all into that kind of song and stuff. Yeah. So, but uh, it's a great interview. Check it out. It's all over the internet. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we'll, we're, we gotta work on getting this this uh, this girl. Maybe she, 
bring her over here and make her a cup yeah. of coffee. We'll go to Safeway or something. <laughs> we'll find her in Eugene. Um, so yeah, thanks, Brad. That was a great story. Um, I have one more here. It's not quite as long, but it's a it's a good chunk. Um, this is actually, and I don't even know. Oh, George. This is from George. He doesn't say where he's from. He said, hey, Mike and Ryan. First of all, I wanted to say I've been so glad you guys are podcasting again. I've been listening since episode nine. Which one was episode nine? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> well, Why would I, I, I guess I could look it up. <laughs> I guess I could find out um, where the hell it, which episode is that? I'm just curious which one he started on. Uh, she said, that's the episode. I wonder what we talked about. It, this is the description I wrote. Even with California already out in the world, Mike and Ryan resist the urge to talk about it, to give their thoughts on the recently released single new, No Future and Board the Death music video. Oh. Yeah, cool. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so just wanted to give uh, you guys my opinion on Anima State as a whole. No Future? I don't think that song exists. I don't think it exists either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I have... <laughs> I am from England, and the album came out two weeks before my 15th birthday. I remember purchasing it uh, with my birthday money. It was the first album I ever bought. You, yeah, man, that was, that's nice. a big one. It's like everybody's this generation's good, yeah, first good, album. This generation's first album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I listened to it all the way through, and it was hooked straight away. I remember I would listen to it several times a day for a week straight. I even wrote up all the lyrics of the song in the scrapbook, which I still have, And if you ever want to see. Oh, yeah, wow. Sure, that'd be cool. Um, honestly, the album changed my life. I remember that Anthem and Don't Leave Me stood out to me the most and were my instant favorites. Those both kind of have really deliberate guitar riffs yeah. too, like yeah. both songs. That's kind of cool. Uh, Anthem probably because of my teenage angst and always preferred Tom's voice to Mark's. See, we were the same way. Like, it's so weird. I, I wonder if he's transitioned into a Mark fan like uh, we did. Yeah. I mean, Tom definitely has the more unique voice. Yeah, Mark's yeah, yeah. voice is kind of... Yeah. I mean, that was the appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mix of those two. Oh, for sure. Um, the album has aged so well, and I can't believe it's 20 years old. The, this album alone completely formed my musical taste to what it is today. The sound was similar to Dude Ranch, and yet it has such a departure, too. I think Travis really helped the band evolve. Enemy of the State truly made pop punk cool, in quotes, since the singles of, from the album were heavily on the MTV rotation and stuff. But in all serious, the album made me smile whenever I felt down or was struggling. Adam's song saved my life, and I always be thankful for Blank even existing. Um, thank you for making this amazing podcast, and you have to make 182 episodes. All the best, George. <laughs> um, if you had to remove one song from Anima of the State, which song would you choose and why? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Well, thanks, uh, George. That was great. Thank you. If you had to, do you know? If I had to remove a song, I forgot he had that question in the email. Um what would I fucking remove? That's such, that's like killing a baby. I know. Um, I would remove. Uh, <laughs> this is the hardest question of all. I would remove mutt. I know it's easy yeah? to say my lowest song, but I think my, my argument for that is it's the one that's most uh, out of place a little bit because it is kind of like, you know, I, I think I would agree with you, actually, when I'm looking at this, because I'm looking, like, even the bottom of my list, like, Dysentery Gary and Aliens Exist, like, I don't, couldn't live without those songs. And, and yeah, and Aliens Exist is a weird one, but it's like, I think you need that on there. You need, yeah. like, just kind of the out of left field, like, it's a song about aliens mm -hmm. uh, in the middle of all this team. It's a great third track, you know? Yeah, so. it's a good third track. Um, <laughs> it's a great third track. I think track. I agree with you. I think Mutt, even though I have that ranked higher than those songs, I think that might be the one, because I, I think you're right. It does feel like it could be... There's other songs. 
Like I always felt like Mutt and Wendy Clear to me were both in the same yeah. kind of vibe. Wendy Clear would probably be my next one that you could take that off. Yeah, those two, even though I love those songs, those two are kind of share the same. Like we talked about, I think, um, when the back when the bonus California album uh, tracks came out. Yeah. Of like which songs would we get rid of to make the perfect album kind yeah. of thing. Um, I feel like in like a lot of the songs in California, some of them occupy the same space as others. Yeah. And I feel like those two are similar. And yeah. Even though they're saying by two different people. No, you're right. I, I always kind of associated them as kind of similar sounding stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Mutt or Wendy. You say Wendy Clear. I'll say Mutt. All right. Yeah. Covers it. <laughs> even though I'm like, oh shit, how could I get rid of Wendy Clear? But uh, yeah, I think that's about. I think, yeah, that, well, that's all the kind of big responses I got, the great ones and stuff. Well, that's so. nice. I mean, I think that little, there, there's like a, people's other opinions. And yeah, stuff. there's definitely a common theme that like this is a very like Ray of Sunshine album, which is, I, I love it. It sounds like summer. It does. Yeah. I'm excited to listen to this some more. Uh, oh, yeah. Is, is there any summer starting? Oh, you know, there's something else. I and I don't know if anybody knows the story. I was trying to find info about it, but uh, like. It felt like Mark and Tom had their signature guitars during oh, yeah. this time. And I'm wondering like how that probably came about. Cause like how, you know, they've been getting approached to make their own signature guitars right. like during the cycle of this. Uh, yeah. Cause I mean, I don't think those, they actually use those guitars on the album. Like I think they still were yeah. using like a Les Paul and stuff I think like so, that. Yeah. But I'm like, was like the label, like we're going to give you your own guitars and people are going to yeah. buy it. Like, I'm like curious about how that went down. Like, it'd be interesting to hear that. Story. Yeah. I, I would like to hear that. I bet. I mean, I bet that's kind of it. It was just, it was like, if I had, uh, that, if we, <laughs> if the blink 155 guys get a mark again, cause we're not going to get them. Then you, uh, ask them that question. Yeah, ask like, them how that, how that, how those, how they were approached at that point when yeah. they weren't like hitting mass, like hit like massive, you know, it was after, it wasn't like after the fact, like they started yeah. selling to the public in like 2002. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, they both had their own guitar yeah. in like 99. Yeah. So. I think like all the, all the small things video, they're playing them. Yeah. Even in what's my age again, they're, they're playing those guitars. I think, I, I don't know if they were right. like signature models by then, but that was like, like the colors. And it stuff. was, yeah. That, that teal and white. Yeah. And the seafoam green and seafoam green. Yeah. And the defoam blue, I think is what defoam. It's, it's like defoam blue or something. That's when I have, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a crazy, a crazy album. It stands the test of time. I don't know. It does. Uh, it's 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 huge, and it's still, you know, we've been talking for an hour and fifty minutes or something. <laughs> I feel like it's 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 funny that I was like, it's hard to talk about. I don't know what to say, but it is. I guess there is a lot to talk. I think it's hard. There's just so much to talk about with it. It's it's like so big. And this is, you know, this is probably the most important Blink album that they did, you know, as far as what their career was. Mm -hmm. um, Mark has said, you know, he thinks of this as like the quintessential Blink album. Yeah. He made a good point on the 155 interview. He's just like, I can't write End of the State three, four times. Like he said something yeah. like that, which I thought was interesting. I don't, maybe, maybe this is a good way to, to end it. What, uh, what do you want, um, the blink to going forward. Um, is there anything from enema, you know, lessons, uh, that, that you want them to carry or, you know, any, anything Not necessarily, I don't think either of us want us to see enema part two no. or anything. Yeah. Even though like that's what they're trying to do maybe with California or something, but I don't think so at all. I, the only thing I can say, and I brought this a hundred times, just like 
let sometimes the music kind of tell yeah. a story. And there, that, and there's some moments here where they're there. You can see that they're really good at that. Like uh, the bridge and Adam song mm-hmm. is, you know, it's a, it's a poppy song, but even all the small things starting with that, like intro, it's a the intro guitar riff and it's a while before the um, vocals kick in. Mm-hmm. And like, they're really good at writing these catchy pop songs and hooks, but they're also good at writing the music that goes with it. Yeah, even in like the little in betweens um, verses and courses and like going away to college, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish they did a little bit more of that, and I hope we get some some just music more present in the mix because that's part of what makes them good. Yeah, like the fucking like that ripping riff, like that sounds like it could be five guitars stacked on top of each other and dump weed. Like yeah, like yeah, I don't know, like just and 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 I think that's like. You know, you can make it poppy and still have that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of, I, I hope that, that, that they take um, the the kind of Jerry Finn legacy with them. Because I think that that's like one of the, th- probably like Travis and Jerry Finn are, I think, what kind of like are the missing pieces that were found in this one. And uh, just that that production style of making it clean, having a lot going on, but having it, you know, deeper mm-hmm. in, in the mix is I think um kind of what's so special about it. Yeah. Well said. Well uh cool. Well before we go, I have a couple little things about the the show, I guess, little yeah things we should always say is that uh, you know, we're back, you know, trying to get this as much as we can. This is probably gonna be two episodes, I'm guessing. But uh, you know, rate, review, subscribe kind of thing. Yeah. Send um yeah, I haven't even looked at like iTunes reviews in a while, so I don't know if you, you have. Check that, yeah. Yeah, check if you uh, want to. You know, we have we had a lot of good reviews on there. If you want to put one up, you know, why not? Yeah, say hi. Um, good or bad, I suppose. Mostly good. No, if it's bad, just don't say. Yeah, anything. it's bad. Don't say. Don't, anything. don't review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and thanks for everybody for just like you know being you know still down. You know, after all yeah. these all this it time. Yeah, it was it was cool to see people listening to the. Yeah, and people seemed excited about it, and it was kind of, like, cool to hear, and, uh, yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, when I listened to Enema of the State, I, it it, it was, uh, summer was starting, Mm -hmm. and I was just getting into skateboard. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, you know, summer's starting again. Maybe it's time to get back on, back on that horse. Oh, yeah. Uh, But if I do that... If, I, if I'm going to go out there and, and skateboard, you don't want to scratch up those legs. No. So you better put 